0: And I'm delighted to have in studio here with us Ruth Marshall, who many of you may be aware of, familiar with, or have had uh, interactions with Ruth over the years. She is a poet, storyteller, heritage specialist, and we've invited her in today to talk to us about Imbolc and about Bridget. So, Ruth, thank you very much for taking the time to come in and speak with us today. So now that we are at the beginning of Imbolc, and I suppose many people... Maybe connecting more with it for the fact that we've a bank holiday now in celebration of Bridget. But what does Bridget mean to you?
1: Okay. Um, what does Bridget mean to me? Tricky question, yeah. that one. Where on earth to start? Yes. Um, I grew up in a town without history, okay. um, a new town in Scotland. Uh, just outside Glasgow, called East Kilbride. Now, Bride is the Scottish name for Bridget. Uh, So, obviously, at some point in its distant past, there was a community or a church dedicated to Bridget there. There is also a West Kilbride, and that's quite a way away from from there. Okay. But um, I tell you this really only because the... The lack of history mm. uh, in the town, you know, where, which was made up of big new housing estates, and it grew enormously over my over the uh, the span of my childhood, yeah. um, is what woke up in me an interest in heritage and okay. the past, and and that name Bride um, kind of stayed with me. Um, When I was about 12 or 13, something like that, we had a family holiday on the Isle of Mull. Now, off the toe end of the island is the small island of Iona that a lot of people would be more familiar with. And I know in some of the old stories... Um, and in some some wonderful paintings, particularly by a Scottish kind of Celtic Renaissance painter John Duncan, there's a beautiful image of bride as a young woman being carried across the sea from Iona to Bethlehem. Oh wow to assist at yeah. birth yeah. there. Um so the these these images um, were things that fascinated me Mm. and I think this is what you know woke up something woke up this
0: interest in Mm me. And so when we think of Bridget as we would obviously refer to her, Mm -hmm. can you talk us through I don't know maybe are there similarities between Scottish tradition and Irish Mm -hmm. tradition in terms of how Bridget and this time of year spring would actually be celebrated?
1: Okay, uh, well certainly in the Western Isles of Scotland that's where an enormous body of work was collected from the oral tradition by, um, what's his name, Alexander Carmichael, okay. um, which is a massive publication known as the Carmina Gadelica. So it's a collection of um, songs, traditions, um, oh, blessings, verses, you know, all manner of things. Um and and it's available online actually these days, you know, you can, I think you can access almost all of it. Okay. These days. Um so there would be you know, there would be stuff in there about um for example the, the Bridget traditions um and kind of uh they were very if if there was too kind of um Saints mm. that they were interested in. There, it seemed to be Saint Michael, Michael yeah, yeah and Bridget, and um, so there were there were all kinds of uh, very domestic, small scale um, things Rituals, that would be yeah, done. Yeah. Yes,
0: yeah. And can you talk us through some of these? So, like, obviously, like I'd be familiar with regard to Bridget as the start of spring and. I actually moved down here to East Clare six years ago at this time of year. And that was intentional. That was that thing mm-hmm. of I wanted to be here for the beginning of spring and be here for Imbolc. And, um, but in terms of the actual rituals of Imbolc and Bridget, can you talk us through some of them? Well, and can mm-hmm. I just say for people that obviously aren't here in studio, we have this table filled with different um, examples of the crosses, of different... yeah. Uh, even the, the the breed oak is mm-hmm. it, and uh, just different things. So, can you just talk us through them?
1: Sure. Um, well, first of all, for those who aren't familiar with the word Imbolc, yes. which I'm sure a lot of people aren't, you know, apart from kind of neo pagans and so yep. on these days, but um, it is the old name for that for the festival at this time of year, and. There's, there's two different camps as to what the word actually emerges from, one of which says it's from imbolag um, in the belly, and the other says it's more to do with, um, I don't know how to pronounce it, it might be imolag. Which was about use milk, oh, okay? Um, because of course at this time, Laming, you know, the yeah. la- it's, it's lambing and the the ewes are coming into their milk, so both of those things seem quite related to me, yeah. anyway. You know, and and it is um, from just observing what is going on externally in nature, you you see it as this time of. Um, growth that has been hidden uh, within the body of the earth for the last several months, Um, like the earth itself beginning to stir and to awaken Hmm. again, and those first green shoots beginning to emerge mm. and of course you know for us now even though they're not native you know our first flower appears as the snowdrop yes which um you know has has great association these days with 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 bride or bridget or Breda or biddy briday bridge all the many names there mm-hmm. are yeah, for yeah. her um so Yep, wherever wherever she stepped, the snow would melt and the small flowers would begin to bloom. Um, certainly, in you know in in one of the old Scottish stories, that's certainly what happens. Wherever she sets her foot, um, the snow melts. She dips her finger in a river,
0: and the ice cracks and melts. Okay. And. Um, and so she's very much about kind of welcoming in the spring or setting the path for the spring to come.
1: Yeah, regeneration, mm. regrowth—you know, renewal. Yeah,
0: yeah I'd
1: yeah. say you know would all be themes for for this time. Um, for me personally, I see Bridget as this image of a doorway. Mm. I mean, I, w- I would I would see these—you know—the the four kind of key festivals of the of the traditional year mm. as doorways to the seasons. So, you know, Bridget's Day being the first day of spring, mm. you know, is a doorway to this new season. Um I use the, you know, the traditional, kind of the most well known style of the Bridget's Cross, the kind of sun wheel yeah. one. Um, to explain this to to children when I when I do this work in schools and museums and so on and describe it to them now everybody knows what a standard bridgets cross looks yeah, like. Yeah. Um, so I, I tell them that you know that the diamond shape at the center mm. of a bridget's cross is actually a really ancient symbol. For the sun. Okay. And that we we find that carved in stone all over the world, you know, from all kinds of cultures. Yeah. We think and Bridget's Cross is ours. Yeah. Yes, yeah, but yeah. you know, it's it's actually quite a universal symbol. So we've got the sun at the centre and we've got these four seasons. Hmm. And it turns, and it turns, and it turns like a wheel. Yes. Like our planet yeah. turns around the sun. And you can see it kind of really clearly. I'm holding up a different type of Bridget's Cross now. Which looks like a steering wheel.
0: It does indeed, yeah. 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 It's, this one's and what's w- that made from?
1: Yeah, this one's made from straw. Okay. Um, it would be plaited straw, mm. a circle, and then with an equal-armed cross um, within it... So it's you know, the cross in the Bridget's Crosses, it's not quite the same as the the Jesus yeah. cross, which has one leg longer than and the, the other, others. Yeah. You know, these in 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 virtually all of the types of Bridget's Cross, and there are millions of variations, mm. the these two arms are equal. And again, and that's another very ancient symbol. Some people would call that the Druid Cross, okay, you know, yeah. an equal armed cross in a circle. Yeah. Um I I was something um last week with a bunch of kids I was working with, one of them looked at this particular cross and said, Oh that looks like a road sign. It looks like no entry. Yes, yeah, yeah. And and, and I thought, Oh you're you know, you're bang on there, yeah, you know, yeah. because of course the You know, the main thing you would do with your Bridget's Cross is put it up by the door to protect your house from anything evil, untoward, anybody you don't want coming in from coming in. So having something that's a big no-entry sign, how appropriate is that? very interesting, yeah, of course.
0: And I know there's different things that you can, is it that you actually put a cloak out
1: Oh, well now that's that's something that you would um that
0: you would do this evening. Yes, yeah. Um and so just so you know, we're recording this on uh, Bridget's Eve, so on oh the thirty yeah. first of January.
1: Yeah. So um are well sure everybody knows the story of how Bridget acquired land for hmm. her community, um, or land for the poor. Land for the church, depending on you know your own personal perspective. And can you it.
0: talk us through that just for people who may not know?
1: Oh, okay, okay. Um, well, mm, in a nutshell, in a nutshell, um, when Saint Bridget um decided it was time to, to settle down and establish a community, and she had selected um Kildare <laughs> as the place for this um, the name itself of course is um, the Church of the Oak mm. which um, kind of gives us a hint as well as the historical kind of context of this like Bridget herself being that that Bridget being um, around in the kind of 5th into the 6th century so this is at the time that Christianity is still new here in Ireland. Yeah. There's there's the Patrick model of Christianity which is quite um uh, warlike in a way, you okay. know. Yeah. Um and there's Bridget's style of Christianity which is entirely different, which is um and I suppose we could see that very clearly today as being a feminine approach and a masculine, masculine approach. approach. Yeah. And um Bridget's style of Christianity was more about um, teaching by example, by living a good life mm. and doing good work, you know, and and helping the poor, helping the community, and and um, so it, it, you know it's lovely that we've finally come to that yeah. point here, um, where where Bridget's. Um, name and traditions have been kept going in little pockets here and there. But now everybody knows her name. Yes. You know? Yeah. And we have this um
0: yeah. And I'll do you see that this there's a revival holiday. do you see this will be a revival now of the traditions?
1: Um I, I well well certainly. I mean there's been groups um, you know, of that I've been involved with over you know, over a long time. Yeah. Um <laughs> who have been gathering and and um, passing on these traditions mm. um, amongst them um, at the very clumsily named Institute for Feminism and Religion um, which was kind of spearheaded by Mary Condren who's the author of a book The, the Serpent and the Goddess mm. about the, largely about the Bridget traditions okay. um, and I would have done a lot of work with them over the years. They now have a different name, which is much more palatable, which is Women's Spirit Ireland. (laughs) Um, And, I mean, that's where I was this weekend. They had a a Bridget study day at Trinity College, Dublin, that I was assisting at. And um, so... I realise we've digressed. We we're no, talking, really we were it's talking about yeah, yeah, the cloak. Yeah, yeah. We'll go back to the cloak. Yeah. So, um, what was I saying? Yes, the name Kildare, the place, the church of the oak. The oak, of course, being one of the important trees in the druid tradition. Mm. And and here's Bridget, who's basically living a good life, yeah. living with integrity, and um, kind of values that go along with that older tradition as well, choosing this as her place to establish her community. So she goes to the... She has nothing. She goes to the the king to ask for a piece of land to um, establish her community on, build her church, etc. And the king laughs at her, you know, sure, I need all my land. Mm Go away. But Bridget... Um, is persistent, she doesn't give up, mm. and she just keeps coming back and repeating the question. You'd think she'd been studying non-violent communication, yes. you know, with her <laughs> her way of approaching things. And um, eventually the king gives in and says, Okay, you can have as much land as your cloak will cover. So he thinks he's pulling a fast one here. Yeah. No. But Bridget takes off her cloak, Um, I like to imagine that she calls two or three of her sisters to join her and gives them a corner each to hold and takes one herself and says to them, now, okay, now take a step back and take another step back. And take another step back and another step back. And her cloak just stretches and stretches and stretches to fill the space between them. Mm. And so the king watching this is horrified. But because he has spoken in front of witnesses, he has to keep his word and give her the the land that the cloak covered. covered. Nice. So so Bridget's cloak has these... um, Magical properties. Yes, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, and is that why we then put the cloak, as such, or a piece of material, out on Bridget's Eve?
1: Yeah. Um, the The tradition would be that um, because Bridget's cloak has these um, these particular properties, a household and and I and I do want to see kind of bri- the. This time of year is not really a time for big-scale gatherings, mm. you know, It's and, and I really hope that we don't end up with Bridget's Day parades yes, and things, yeah, you yeah. know. It's, it's just not what this time of year mm. is about. Um, but very much a domestic, small-scale thing. Um, people would select a piece of cloth to be their own little patch of Bridget's cloak, or in, in some places, you know, in coastal island places they might choose a, a you know a fisherman's jumper mm. or something, you know. Yeah. And but whatever they chose, a piece of cloth, a garment, uh, they would put that out on the eve of Bridget's day. You know, you might lay it on the hedge, they might lay it on the ground, weighed down with a few stones or something yeah. to stop it blowing away. And they would leave it out overnight. In the morning, it would be covered in dew. Mm. And it's the dew that has the kind of alchemical, mystical properties. So they would bring that inside um, and they would dry it out.
0: Mm.
1: You know, they wouldn't be wringing it out. They're not wanting to get rid of the dew. They're just wanting it to kind of soak in and dry into it. And um you know, and there might be a there might be a song that would go with that favourite Shin, We Are Under Bridget's Cloak, you know, if they brought it in mm. over the heads of the the family or whatever. And um, once that's dry, that's folded up and put away and kept somewhere safe. Mm. You know, I can imagine it being wrapped up in tissue paper and put in the you know the back drawer of the dresser or something yes, like yeah, that. Okay. But it then it, it's said uh, to have healing properties. Mm. So if anybody in the household is ill. Out comes the piece of Bridget's cloak, mm-hmm. and that gets wrapped around them. Now it might be as small as a, a piece of you know, a piece of ribbon, okay. you know, which if you had a headache would get tied around your forehead. Oh, nice. If yes, you yes. had a sore throat, it would get tied around your throat. Yeah. Um, but if it's a big enough piece of fabric, if there's a woman in the house, um about to go into labor mm. be wrapped around her shoulders yeah and you know when I'm describing this to children I'd say to them it's like it's it would be as if Bridget herself had wrapped her arms around them yeah you know and they'd feel the warmth and the support of of Lovely. of her yeah. presence there. So that's um so that's the vrat the vrat braided um, Bridget's cloak. Cloke, yeah. That's one tradition. Um, you have another one here mm-hmm. which is straw. Yeah, I have a, a straw rope here. Um now it's a little messy because um when I made this I I only had very short straw. But um I I suppose I would first have encro- encountered the um, the ritual around the Chris, you know, just over twenty years ago, mm. um, and what what you do with that is you would have made a, a shugan rope. Okay. You know, there's a a a, a tool. I don't know if this is the Irish word or the word from Scotland for the same tool. It's called a throw crook that you use for twisting straw mm-hmm. to make a rope. Okay. And then when you have three lengths of that, then you plait them together yeah. to make. This is Bridget's girdle. Okay. Right? This is the crisp breed. It's
0: Bridget's belt. And, and it's, it's quite a, a wide circular.
1: Well, well, yes, yes.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, like you could fit maybe two or three people in it.
1: Oh, you would, <laughs> yeah. you would. Um, yeah, and it's not implying by that that Bridget was a big fan <laughs> person. <laughs> but, um, but Bridget's belt is used in in the ritual where two people hold this. Mm. Right, one holds one side, one holds the other, and if you look at it. When, that's, when it's held like that, it's like a door. Yes. Yep. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. here's this door motif again. Yeah. Right? And, and do you go through it then. Yep. you step through it. Mm. Now, um, in different places, I think there may be a different tradition about how you step through mm. it. What I've learned is... That you first you step through three times. Okay. Um, And this three is also significant and recurs in Mm. in stories about Bridget. Um, But that you my as I learned it,
0: Mm.
1: you you step through and turn to the left. And come back round and step through, through again, and turn to, to the, the right, right. Okay. and then you step through. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So you're doing, doing can a have kind a hold of, of it, yeah. yeah. You're doing yeah. a kind of lemniscate um, with it. I love it. Yeah.
0: So it's fantastic. In, <gasps> and so, in terms of, like, I know it's a little bit late. By the time people actually hear this, it'll be the fourth of February. Okay. But what are the types of things that people could actually Introduce maybe to their households or reintroduce if it's Uh maybe something from old traditions. Are there anything that people can do now to kind of connect in with Bridget and with the season? Well,
1: I'd say one of the best things people can do is um, on the eve of Bridget's Day, Mm. put out either their piece of cloth or a lump of butter, Okay. Or a bowl of water. Yeah. Um, The tradition says that on the eve of Bridget's day, Bridget travels Mm. the length and breadth of Ireland Mm. and anything that's left out
0: for her, she blesses. Yes. Okay. So um water's a good thing and isn't isn't there one of them was that you actually leave something out for Bridget's cow and that was a way to in terms of bless the the herd and bless the land and actually bless the the farming and the the fishing for the year to come,
1: yeah, that could that could work in mm. the same way that we leave a carrot for Santa's reindeer. Yes, yep. yep. She was supposed to be accompanied by her white cow. Yeah, um, as she traversed the country. Yeah. One of the other things, though, people used to do um, in certain parts. You know, this is the time of year that you're you're buying in your seed potatoes mm. and you're and you're leaving them out to chit. Yes. So. Um, Sometimes people would leave a seed potato out on the windowsill for oh. Bridget to bless, you yeah, know. Yeah. And then the morning, bring it back in, put it back in the sack with all the rest of them, and it blesses the rest too. exactly, oh, you know. I love that. Yeah. yeah, and then you know, when you plant them out, when it comes
0: time for that, well, you know, you're ready to go. Mm-hmm. And can you talk to us about oh, the breedo, the breed oak, yes, mm-hmm. which is a beautiful. Doll, I presume, again made from straw.
1: Yeah, well, this one is actually made out of hay because, um, kind of hay is what I had hold yeah, of yeah.
0: this year, and she's wrapped in a beautiful green cloak. And yes, yeah. well, she
1: is now in the car. I have my big breed oak that comes with me when I'm talking in schools and yeah. at festivals and so on. But, um, this little breed oak I made this morning, okay. Um. And yep, she's made of a bundle of hay. Yeah. And then uh, that's doubled over and tied to make a head at the top. And then you make a small little bundle and you push that through, and that makes the arms. Yeah. And then you dress her. Yeah. And traditionally, she'd have been dressed in scraps of white, um, white, white cotton, mm. whatever. So. So she is mostly. <laughs> this yeah, one she's is fabulous. mostly. Yeah. Um so these are just kinda bound onto yeah. her, tied onto her and then I had little scraps of um old wool blankets. Oh no, so, she's fabulous. So she has a little woolen cloak on. And I, and this year she's never had one of these before, but this year I decided to give her a belt. <laughs> <laughs> she's wearing she's wearing her. Crisp. She's very
0: stylish. Yes. So, what this year? And what do you og- do? What do you actually do with the breed oak? Like, what's the tradition?
1: Well, um, in in certain parts of Ireland and in the Western Isles of Scotland, it's the women would make the doll, the mm. breed oak, and you know, and they like mine is tiny here. Mine is what about probably about the size of your forearm. Yeah, 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 um, but you know some of the old breed dogs are you know Huge. pretty massive yeah. um and so the women would go and they'd take the breed dog to visit their neighbors mm. right at their neighbour's house the best seat in the house would have been cleared and brought up close to the fire and nobody was allowed to sit in it mm. right because they're waiting for Bridget to arrive and so when when they arrive at the door, they knock three times and, oh, jeez, the actual phrase has left me um, something, Lug, Bridge, something like that. Let us, you know, open the door, let us in. Hmm. And kind of, here comes Bridget, dressed in white, let us in for the night. To paraphrase things. Yes, you know. yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and so they they you know they would say that three times and inside the house they, the the women then would open the door and say shivaha shivaha mm. shivaha she's welcome she's welcome she's welcome and they would bring her in they'd sit her down in the best seat you know and she would sit there for the evening mm. presiding over you know whatever whatever cups of tea and chat and stories or whatever were going on, she had pride of place there. Because this time of year, everybody wants to welcome Bridget into their home. She's, you know, in terms of the older tradition, she's very much a goddess of the hearth, Hmm. the hearth and the home, and the the common people and abundance. Well, I
0: think we could... Stay here for hours and talk about this, but I, I'm conscious of time here. But I think I would definitely love to have you back at some point and talk about maybe some of the other seasons and the other traditions. But for now, Ruth, do you have any parting tips of what people can do to connect more with Bridget and with Imbug?
1: Um Well, I'd say, make your bridges cross, mm. um, you know, Sure, out out in this part of the world, we usually have access to rushes. Um, the rush cross is quite tricky, though, for a lot of people. Mm. Um, it's not the it's not the simplest of the of the many styles of Bridget's cross to make. But um, there's a lovely video that I made for the Clare Museum a couple of years ago during the lockdowns. Mm. Um, that is available you yep. need to watch on YouTube um, that will show you how, how to, to do, do it. This. Brilliant. Um, there's another type of Bridget's Cross that's much easier that some kids might know how to do. Because and what's that one called? Um, I, I well I just call it the diamond type, but it's um it's made out of two sticks mm. with straw or some other kind of leaves or string even uh, wound around them. And it's it's very similar to something that they make in Mexico and call a god's eye. Ah, you know? Okay. So it's just it's another style of Bridget's Cross. Yeah. And um And I brought with me, which you can't see. I'm sorry, um, uh, a Bridget's cross made out of pipe cleaners, and very colourful pipe cleaners. Very, very colourful (laughs) pipe cleaners. I know it's a bit of almost an eyesore, but um, very
0: fiery red and oranges and yellows. Red, Mm.
1: orange, and yellow. But for those who aren't so handy, Hmm. um, it. Even, even though pipe cleaners are not a natural material, mm. but they're, they're actually quite easy to work with okay. and it can yeah. give people a sense of achievement yes. you know, yeah. when they've, they've managed to make something. But other than that, make a breed dog. Yes. Make a weed doll out of a bundle of old dry grass, yeah. you know, um, and dress it up in scraps. But probably, um, what would I say, yeah... Put something out. Yes. Put something yep, out yep. for Bridget to bless and, and give thanks for that.
0: Well, I think maybe next year we'll bring you a week early so people uh-huh. can actually prepare. But for now, Ruth, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for bringing everything oh, in. I- I'll take a photograph and share. And you just have a couple of things that you actually just wanted to finish up with.
1: Yeah. Um, know, so just to, to let you know that... Um, mm, yeah, those the YouTube link for the... Um how to make the Bridget Bridget's Cross. Crosses. I know I'm heading up to Dundalk. I'm storytelling at the Brilliant. Bridget the Four Heart Festival there. Um and it's been non-stop yep. Bridgeting for the last three weeks. Bridgeting I think the at verb. The, the verb yes. The Verb to Bridget. Yes. To Bridget.
0: Yeah. Yep. I'll book you in for a, a week earlier, but next year, so that people can actually get prepared. But this has been so interesting and fascinating and definitely A lot more that for those of us that want to reconnect on a deeper level, um, we've a lot more that we can engage with. So thank you so much for your time, Ruth. And um, happy in bulk. And I hope the season ahead is very good to you. Blessings.